vagina. Hello, and welcome to... Hey, <laughs> oh my god, I actually forgot what show we're recording. No applause, <laughs> just the clap. The only show where sometimes we confuse cosplay with ass play. Because I showed you that thing on Facebook. No, no, I, I saw uh, with me, of course, is Deb. I'm Doug. Ryan is over, well, he'll be back in a couple hours, but he has been traveling overseas. Uh, no, he's still in San Francisco, isn't he? That was weeks ago. Oh. Well. I pay no attention to him. Um. Ignore him! Ignore him! Excellent, nice! Um, off, it, off air, that came right back around. It was it great. It feels weird to record again, just the two of us, especially since we skipped last week, since you were at con and I was busy doing stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. right? Like, it, our, our, our whiteboard is crammed. Phrasing? <laughs> um, no, but it's it's super weird that, like, once again, like, we're without our school marm. Um, we're recording on, like, the old mic I had. Like, it's it's super old school. Except my, for this fancy new e-cigarette. Yes, it's super old school. To the point where I'm wearing my robe again and not dressed and showered. That would be like the first like three episodes, yeah. Well, that had more to do with the fact that you, I don't know if smartly or politely, will only message me once before you show up. And like I said, the cat was asleep on my phone. I'm, I'm not going to say anything about his weird proclivity proclivities, but apparently he likes the vibration of my alarm going off like every 10 to 12 minutes. Oh my god, your phone's a cat vibrator. Apparently. So like I said... Or a flashlight. Is he a... Which... They're fixed. Yeah, but like, is he a guy or a girl? It's a boy cat, but... So totally flashlight. It's a boy cat, but he's fixed, so that doesn't happen. Yeah, I can get my nuts chopped off, but I would still fuck a pocket pussy. Yeah, cats don't do that, especially if it happens before they hit maturity. Oh. Well, you learn something new every day, folks. What's okay. on the whiteboard? Hey, wow. This really is like the bad old days. <laughs> um, so, we want to talk about season two of Flash. We're a few episodes in now. Uh, we're more than a few. Um, we're, I think, like, what is it, four now? Yeah. Um, I think we're, f- I was going to say, are we, are we four? I think we're four. Um, alternate or actual Harrison Wells has shown up. And by the way, can I just say I'm a little pissed that they... Um, spoilers. Um, I'm a little pissed that they really just cut the balls off of... Uh, once again, coming back to balls. Um, and cutting them off. But I would say... Uh, I really wanted to see uh, Killer Shark. Or King Shark, or whatever shark-themed villain they had on that one. I think it was King Shark. I believe it was King Shark. Um, But you're the expert. I think it was King Shark, because I recently watched um, Assault in Arkham. So, um, but anyway, I'm kind of mad that they didn't just do, like, a two-parter on that one. Like, I would have rather he fought, like, King Shark. It would have been fan-fucking-tastic. Especially because the CGI was infinitely better on him than it was on Grodd. Grodd wasn't terrible. Grodd wasn't terrible. Wasn't great. But I love that that's my description. It wasn't terrible. Oh, your voice went up. Um, You like that? Thank you! I matched your pitch on that one. So speaking of losing your balls... (laughs) I I can lie in falsetto. So, when the shit... (laughs) 
when the shit is Cisco finally gonna fucking out himself? Also, do you as a metahuman, like yes, like I said, do you like what they've done with Victor Gerber? Well, this episode, the last episode we saw, had not. It wasn't Jason Rush. It was um, Jefferson Jackson. I think was his name. I'd have to look it up. I, I believe it. Yeah, it, I know it's um, JJ. Yeah, um, I'm a little irritated that it actually wasn't Jason Rush, like as just a name. Like I said, they're doing the the build towards Legends, which we'll talk about in, in Arrow. Oh yeah, because well, Flash and Arrow are doing like the build to Legend, um, Legends of Tomorrow. Um, I, I kind of want to Google the the bad guy on that episode, um, Henry Hendricks, I believe was his name, um, and see like. If he was part of, like, the, the, oh, what was the opposite of fucking Firestorm? Was it Deathstorm? Something like that. There was an undead, um, undead Firestorm Matrix, um, that came out of, uh, uh Blackest Night that became, like, his arch nemesis, and I'm wondering so if that's... So should I Google Henry Hendrix DC? Yeah, else you're just gonna come up with a bunch of weird, no, dumb no, shit mean, off of fucking no, LinkedIn. Actually, it did just take me to LinkedIn. I fucking told you. Um, but no, um, I'm, I'm, once again, like, I, I went to the, um, we'll talk about Mile High Con later, but, you know, I went to the Flash Arrow, um, uh, fan forum, and we talked a lot about, like, the Easter eggs they throw in, and the nods they're doing, and, um, I'm, I'm, I'm really digging it. Uh, I want to see where it goes with the seemingly ultimate reality wells, and, because the thing is, you have to remember, in the first season, that wasn't actually Wells. That was Eobard Fawn posing as Wells. Yeah, so what happens remember. when so what happens when Team Flash comes up against the actual Wells, who is seemingly on their side? Well, Wells was supposed to be a good guy. I mean, he's he's a man of science like Barry. Science. Thanks, cats. I was gonna say he's a man of science, like Barry. And I actually, there was something I think I mentioned at the end of Flash season one was I wanted to know what the real Wells was like, not just Erebor. Kind of a name is that future. It is. But um. No. Oh. Fuck off, cat. Um, be nice to the cats. Or they will be unnice to you. Do not claw my new hoodie. It shuddered like it knew. No, it just doesn't like your voice. Nothing likes my voice. That's first the irony of you doing a podcast. Except first of all, it's a, sh- it's a he. Second of all, his name is Sasha. It's a girl's name. No, Sasha is short for Alexander. Hey, <laughs> gay cat. Um, that's... Not true. I have no scientific evidence to back up that cat is gay. Um, Say it right. Gay? Gay! Um, so anyway, uh, jumping to Arrow. Yes, um, wow. Everyone's mad at everyone else for doing something. Also, and once again, we don't... Laurel, you are a C-word. Why is Laurel a C-word? She was dead for months, and she put her in the Lazarus pit. 
Well, you knew that had to happen because she's going to be the White Canary on Legends of Tomorrow. No, I knew that was happening because she was going to be the White Canary. But, I mean, think about it logically. Cool. I would say she's I mean, a total like, cunt for chaining her sister up in the basement of her apartment building. Okay, that, that actually I kind of really thought was a little monster of the week and kind of funny. Um, also, dude, you can't chain anything up in the basement of your apartment building. And no, like, yeah, yeah, if you've never seen a scary it. movie, shit gets out. Yeah. Um, I like that, once again, White Canary's gotten loose. I like that, I loved the moment that Ollie and um, Harry Dresden had Okay, with... it's Quentin Lance. It's actually... Paul Blackthorne, but... But I'm just saying, the character's name is Quentin Lance. I know. By the way, this week's episode was like, fuck you, Quentin. Really nothing on that I called him Harry Dresden. Nothing? I... He did a great job on the show, but I have issues with his casting and the way that they actually did the show. Yeah. Apparently every lo everyone loved him as Harry Dresden. No. Okay. Okay. No, you're, it's you're, not making, that he was, you're making you're making uh, lemon face. No, it's not that he was a bad Harry Dresden. It's that he's Harry Dresden from the first six books, not Harry Dresden from the series. Okay. And that might have just been because they didn't have time to build him in the show. Okay. Like I said, that's not necessarily his fault. Okay. Um. But yeah, it was a big f you to fucking. Like I said, fuck you, Quentin. Uh. The fact that like. Ollie came to him and said, you were always righteous, you were always above me, and you were right until now. Well, because he's always believed in... Justice. I, I won't say the sanctity of the law, but the law is... The law is the law. He is the law. I am the law. Do you notice that they were fighting the, uh, the annoying black chick from um, True Blood? Tara? Uh-huh. That was totally the cop that almost killed Ollie. I always hated her character on True Blood. Because oh yeah, she was, was fucking horrible. Well, yeah, but the thing is, it was an ad from the book. I mean, I was going to say it was an ad to the series that wasn't from the book. The character Tara showed up, like, halfway through <coughs> the series and was completely different from the actual character. But I had mixed feelings about it because uh, Lafayette in True Blood, who I loved because he was like, fucking... Like, dies in the first book. At the end of the first book. You know, I don't think it was the first book. It was the second or third book, but he was a very, like I said, he was kind of a throwaway character that ends up getting murdered and, 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 and in the dumpster at uh, Marlott's. Mm -hmm. Like I said, and it was just one of those things where I loved Lafayette because he cracked me the fuck on the, on up. On the show? Oh, yeah. He cracked me. Dude, the man was wearing like a camo tank top and a utility kilt working in a kitchen. Like, he cracked my shit up. And a tutu. Probably a tutu. It's Lafayette. Yeah. Um, a man with three jobs. Drug dealer, cook, online porn star. Is that real? At, at some point in the series, he totally was like doing a little strip tease on the internet for monies. Okay. Um, we're way off track. Uh, <laughs> yeah, kicking it old school. I know. Um, not quite riff though. I am not going to be fun at work later. Uh, so you have the White Canary build on that one, and you have the um, Firestorm build on Flash. Like I said, no, they're, they're both... I'm a little annoyed because it seems like they're putting a lot into building Legends. And when they did the uh, backdoor pilot for Flash, that was, what, like two episodes? Maybe three? Three. We're, I think, four episodes in now, and they've put, like, 
roughly six between the two into building Legends of Tomorrow. Well, yeah, but you don't have to build. Actually, maybe it's more like eight. Well, and we still have a couple episodes last season. Like I said, I'm. Just, uh, and we still haven't had them build um, uh, uh, Captain Free, uh, Captain Freeze, Captain Cold, and uh, Heat Wave. Did you like the plot line they had with uh, Golden Glider rescuing Captain Cold? Yes, I also liked the fact that uh, Michael Ironside was their dad. <laughs> I loved that he was their dad. That kind of cracked me. Like, I saw his name on the credits and went, who the fuck is he going to... Oh, yeah, that makes total sense. Um, and I liked that they didn't shy away from the fact that, in the comics as well, he's an abusive parent. The fact that, like, Golden Glider, like, does that... She shows a scar on her, on her collarbone and goes, like, this isn't from crime. This isn't from anything. Like, this is from being a daughter. Like, that's... F- no pun intended, like, that's fucking cold. No, it's completely Stone cold. cold. It's just one of those things where she's such an unsympathetic character. Until then. No. I don't think Golden Glider and Vibe hook up in the comics. They shouldn't. But I like that she keeps kind of stringing... To school along. I think I think But it's... if you remember the first thing I said when they did they introduced her character was bad wig, bad wig, bad wig, bad wig. Because she's wearing that horrible blonde wig the first time she picks up Cisco. Well, yeah. I mean, whatever. You want to talk bad wigs, let's talk about fucking Ollie before he gets a haircut on the island. Oh my god, we're not gonna... Oh, it was such a bad wig. Like it was like a Nicolas Cage level wig. It was a Val Kilmer and the Saint level wig. Can you keep talking about that for a minute? Um Actually, I'm going to jump to, uh, I don't know, what else have we got? All the things. All the things. So many things. Oh, my God. It's so an old no, school episode. CW, we can go by zombie. I'm, you know, I'm a little itchy about um, what they're doing with uh, uh, David Anders. And I, why does I'm he have actually... a mute zombie? Maybe I don't remember No, that actually, part. they never did any ex- explanation on that. Right, like he out. just has a mute zombie. He has a mute zombie, which they never explained. I do like that he's torturing the kid that does the uh, utopium cutting. And then the way they fucking torture him is yeah. like no, that's they're like you want internal life, and he fucking scratches him with a zombie nail and like leaves him in a coffin. No, that's beyond brutal. Here's the thing that I'm concerned about with them and David Anders: Why is he still platinum? Yeah, right. Like, is that like a side effect? I, I to- because it, like uh, no, I I if. If it was a side effect, fine, but they've yet to address it, so I'm just like, maybe they should give him some fruits. Because, like, uh, a Major, like, isn't, uh, like, doesn't have, like, a str- like a rogue streak or anything. No, Major has no rogue streak. Major's also busy being a cunt. Also, we, I realized last, uh, I last night. I cannot believe it. Why me. they named the dog Minor, because it's Major and Minor. They didn't put that together at believe. all. Well, they just did dog. name the dog last episode. I mean,. Um, it's not like I'm. It's not like it took me three months. It literally took me like four days. Oh, uh, I don't mind, but I still haven't quite figured out why they've reintroduced Peyton. I think. No, well, I, that, she, well, there's obviously a love triangle between her, Ravi, and um, other chick. Uh, the one that we think is Max Rager's daughter. That's not his name, but. Um, so. No, 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 no. No, it's Liv's roommate who works who's for Max Who's banging Major. I'm talking about the girl, yes, the... who's the... banging Major, who works for Max Rager, and yeah. I'm pretty sure is the exec's daughter. 
He makes good a, fan theory. No, no, he makes an offhand comment about it two episodes ago, and he says, "If I didn't bang other men's wives, you wouldn't be here." So I'm. But that's not who I'm talking about. Yeah, it's the same girl. I know, but that's not who I'm talking about. When uh, Peyton comes to like stay with Major and Ravi, he's on a date with oh, a you're blonde. Talking about the other girl. Her name is like. Chelsea or something. Or whatever. But that's what I'm talking about. Like, I think Peyton's there to create the that um, conflict climate in that house. It's really funny, though, because what they did is when Peyton shows up like that, the girl that Robbie's on a date on basically just makes a joke about it. She's like, that's the girl you used to date? High five. Five, and he's like, I'm not high-fiving that. No, but it's one of those things where <laughs> it kind of endeared her to us. So it's like, you're right, she's kind of a cool chick. She's not just the... She's not Peyton. She's, I wouldn't say a female Ravi, but I mean, she has like similar interests. Oh my god, I just realized something we have to talk about from Arrow. Shoot. Male Felicity Smoke. Oh, Mr. Terrific? We talked about him a couple weeks ago. He black, he gay, he's male Felicity Smoke. He's Mr. Terrific. He literally designed... Shut the fuck up, that's the character's name. Um, he literally, like, he designed a tea sphere. No, no, I, I just want Which to is just... not a glove to make tea, it's an actual name, like, letter T, sphere. No, it, it, it makes sense. But like I said, it's just, I, I, I love that, they, that they've introduced him, but I wish they'd give him a few more layers. I'm nerdy, I'm awesome, I'll keep your secret. They're, they've started to build him in terms of in terms of layers, like making him gay. Um, having Felicity go, oh, that's what it's like to talk to me. Okay, and so then I, when... Uh, know, I've been re-watching Arrow recently, and all of the first few audio interactions that anyone has with Felicity are hilarious. I know, and I'm... I, I'm your girl. Not that I'm your girl in that sense. I'm just the girl that can get this done for you. I'm glad they went back to doing like her weird little. No, um, it's just that she's awkward. She's a little bit awkward. Um, you guys all look so much bigger in person. <laughs> I did. I I think that they built. Um, I know his name's not what it actually is in the comics. Um, I'll, I'll Curtis Holt. Um, well, it's it's Curtis Holt. You don't need to look that up. Um, but I like that they built him when um, Felicity um, had to face down Double Down. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Felicity shoots a gun like every bad guy on the A-team. What, like the side-face gangster group? No, like just randomly way too far up. Oh, honey. Which they actually addressed in Walking Dead, which we'll talk about later. Um, where, like, when a gun goes off and everyone goes, get down, like, why wouldn't you shoot lower then? Like, if I had, a like, an automatic machine gun, I would shoot low. Because even if they don't drop, you're taking out their legs. Pretty much, yeah. I'm just saying. I don't, I, I'm not I'm a not big saying, gun. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Super saying. Um, well, we have Scott to do McNeil, it. Scott you're so awesome. So... Let's just use that as a, as a segue to uh, Walking Dead. Can we just do that? Why would Scott McNeil be a segue to Walking Dead? Because I was talking about how they shoot and oh, okay. shooting low. Yeah. Oh my god. We w- I could not wait two weeks to talk about Walking Dead. Yeah, that's actually why we're recording. Because I told you to record 
with Ryan when he got back into town. And you're like, uh, no, it, I need to do that. Oh, no, that it, it just, it, scheduling wouldn't have worked. Because um, his plane's not in until, like, 4.30. I don't think his plane's in at 1. No, I talked to him. His plane's, his flight's at 1. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Because um, I realized when, when <laughs> Sorry, he and I were talking. Because um, I said, are you okay with just me and Deb doing it? And he goes, who else is going to do it? And I went, that's what I said. Um, yeah, no, his flight's not until, like, 4.30. So, I mean, scheduling-wise, it's just not a oh, thing. Oh, poor bastard. Sorry, Curtis Holt's actual name is Echo Callum. Yeah, it's Tall Nathan from fucking, um, You're the Worst. Okay. You got me into that show. Why have you not methodically memorized it like I do? Is it in the second season? No. Uh, ooh. I don't know when they're, the, it's the roommate gets into improv. Yeah, that's the second season. Haven't watched it. Oh, is that second season? Shit. Um, God damn it. Start pirating shit so we can fucking play catch up. He's a dick. I'm sick of you. Oh, no. He's also on Rick and Morty. Is he? Brad slash first date slash Jacob. Three episodes. Who's br- Oh, Brad is the um, the jock, isn't he? Mm-hmm. I think so. Apparently he's on Comedy Bang Bang as Tiberius Jones. What a great fucking name. What a great fucking name. Apparently he's on NTSF SDSUV. Not a shock. Um, so, Walking Dead. Sorry. I don't think Glenn's dead. Actually, pretty much no one does. We all think that basically the zombies were eating that douchebag who fell on top of him. All I know is I was watching it with my friend and his wife, and the wife knows that I read the comics. So she immediately starts with, is Glenn dead? Glenn, What's happening? Glenn died a long time ago in the comics. He did. And he didn't die... Also... Brick, like, under a dead dude. Like I said, also, Rick lost a hand in the comics, so obviously they're different people. Everyone thinks that, like, Rick cut himself, um... Shave. Fighting zombies. No. <laughs> no. Have you, no. Have Rick you doesn't shave. <laughs> um, if, if that blonde chick doesn't cut his hair, he would never. But, um... <clears throat> Everyone thinks that, like, Rick cutting himself, pulling the machete or whatever it was out of that zombie <coughs> is gonna, like, is a nod to, like, his, him getting his hand cut off. And, like, he was losing blood, and that's why he was weak against the wolves that attacked the RV. Um, which I will get to in a moment, which will bring everything right around to the whole gun thing. You realize the writers have talked about how much they regret Rick losing a hand because they realize how much it limits him? Well, I think that's a great dramatic thing. Yeah, but, I mean... Try and button her shirt with one hand. We really are going old school, aren't we? We had this conversation, didn't we? Yeah, remember I tried buttoning my shirt? Yeah, it didn't go well. No, it did not. Um, but that, like, if you're weak from blood loss from cutting your hand, the diagnosis is not, well, then I better cut off my hand. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure that would result in further blood loss. I'm not a doctor. Um, but... I like that, like, he saw the wolves coming up on the RV, mm-hmm. and he shot low. Yeah, that makes he sense. He shot low, killed them, which is weird, because whenever Rick holds a gun, you're like, you wouldn't hit shit. Because he holds it, like, with, like, the sight line down. Like, he doesn't hold it, like, like a gangsta, but, like, you know what I mean, where he's, he, he always points it at, like, people's, like, feet. <laughs> like, it's like, which are important in the apocalypse, I'll give you that. 
I feel like we should make like a, a public service announcement about how you need to take care of your feet. Feet in that. case the apocalypse happens. No, like during the apocalypse. I know it's hard to do like some kind of like self care, but feet matter. Well, I would imagine like you know, they don't want to talk about it. Maybe this is like you know, they don't want to talk about this on Walking Dead. It's too real. But like podiatrists would probably be important. Well, I mean, you've read about, I don't, I don't, read, I think it's called Immersion Foot now, but during World War II, it was called Trench Foot. Yeah. Where you basically, your, your feet would just start rotting in your shoes because they'd be wet. They'd be waterlogged, yeah. Like I said, it, I believe it's called Immersion Foot now. Um, but yeah, like I said, no, like. Yeah, no, I've, I've taken, I've taken pictures of, um, I walked home in a really bad rainstorm and it was when I, I worked, um. In the ballpark area. Oh no, you had your feet in waterlogged boots for what, three hours? Uh, slightly less, but they, they did look very zombie-esque, like... Yeah, immersion foot happens after you leave your... Call it trench foot. Trench foot happens after immersion you Immersion foot sounds like a fucking... Days, Doug. Sometimes weeks. I'm not saying I'm a hero. I'm just saying. Dumbass. <laughs> That that warranted the Kerwin Smith dumbass. Watching a lot of that seventies show lately. Uh, it both helped and hindered when I saw uh, RoboCop at the uh, Esquire. Because oh. every time he came on screen, I was like, "It's like just call RoboCop a dumbass." Like I know you're not, but he also has. And we've talked about this. One of my favorite lines in cinema history. Bitches leave. Bitches leave. Oh, no one can say it like he does. If I were to meet him, I'd be like, can you just say this? Actually, I would record it so I can make it my ringtone. You, know, you, you can just sample <coughs> that from the movie and still make it your ringtone. I know, but then I wouldn't get to meet Kurtwood Smith. Bucket list. Dumbass. Dumbass. What else we got? Right. So, oh, I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm itching to see what happens on Walking Dead because this week, 90-minute episode seems to be a lot about Morgan, which I'm kind of okay with because I'm like, I want to know how he became like a weird Zen Jedi, um, but God damn it, what the fuck's going on with Glenn? And literally, my friends were like, "See how I absorbed literally?" Um, literally. Literally, my friends were like, "Well, like, why didn't anyone go back to help him?" I'm like, "Because they don't fucking know." Like Michonne's kind of got an itch that like something's not right, but like she's off by a river. Rick's running down the street. Like poor Maggie is. Defending Alexandria from uh, the wolves, like oh my god! If, if 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 Glenn dies, like Maggie is going to break, oh. guaranteed. Yeah, no shit. Cannot handle it between the sister, the the dad uh, Herschel and Glenn. But given they talked about how, like oh, it's not a mid season premiere or not a mid season finale, it's not a season finale. Like don't kill Glenn like this. I'm going, and they brought up a really good point on Talking Dead. Fucking Lori ate it in the, like, I think third or fourth episode of that season, the the third season. Um, but then again, no one liked Lori. She was a cunt. Um, Do you remember the conversation we had the other day about the uh, series we really wanted to see? Oh, sorry. No. The Daryl Carroll sitcom? Oh, the Daryl Carroll sitcom. It's Daryl. It's Carol. One's a survivalist, one's a homicidal housewife, I think was what I said. He said manipulator. But oh, still funny. Manipulative, yeah. Um, 
God damn it, Kirkman, Hardwick, get on this shit. Um, I, I want to see that Funny or Die, I want to see that Nerdist, um, like, video of, like, them doing, like, the, like, thumbs up over the couch, where it's like, it's Daryl, it's Carol. I want, it, but I want it to be a goddamn sitcom. Hardwick would totally do it. Oh, oh I, I know. Well, fucking the, Kirkman would do it. Do we want to talk about that they got the renew for season seven of uh, Walking and another season of Talking? Yeah, I, I'm not thrilled that Talking Dead's going to be after Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Hardwick, you totally needed more things to do. Yeah, well, I mean, now that he's engaged, he needs to spend as much time away from home as humanly possible. Or Dude, have you seen her? Uh, uh, it's not Patty Hearst. What the fuck is her name? Um, she's a Hearst, though. Um. She's stunning. Not as cute as Zoe, though. No, she's... Not, not Zoe, uh, uh, Chloe. Like I said, no, but, you know, she, she's absolutely stunning. And weirdly enough, but she like, who has like... the better pedigree? Because, yeah, she's a Hearst. But Chloe Dykstra's dad designed the fucking special effects for Star Wars. Like, in terms of, like, nerd pedigree... There's a reason he hasn't been engaged before. Honestly, I think it's because Jonah and Matt got married. I don't. Why wouldn't he marry Chloe? I don't think she's into it. Yeah, but he wasn't into marriage for the longest time. Yeah, that's why he didn't marry Janet. Uh, well, he was a alcoholic at that point, wasn't he? No, he'd stopped drinking for quite a while near the end of their relationship. With Janet? Mm-hmm. Damn it. <laughs> Who's fucking hilarious on, um, You're the Worst. Yes, yes she is. Because uh, the second season she's pregnant. Yeah. Anyways, we should move on. Moving on! Remember your old school? Who's behind on Doctor Who? Huh? Who's behind on Doctor Who? I am, but now only by one episode. Um, now you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna Macy conversation. Yep. The so how do you say? Maisie. 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 Like a no Z. C. Like a Z, but it's no, an it's S. No, it's an S. Yeah. Like I said. Right, right. Yeah. Like I said, there's no C. It's not Macy. It's Maisie. Yeah, but you can. It's like that. That'd be a soft S. Yeah. Maisie. Maisie. If you were to say it phonetically. Uh, so anyway. I also forgot her name on Game of Thrones all of a sudden. Um, Arya Stark. What is it? Arya Stark. Arya Stark's on uh, Doctor Who. Yay! And she's a Viking. You're a Viking. Not an insult. Um, wow, I'm totally getting Yurik cunt looks from both of the cats. Yeah, they're cats. They're going to give you that look. So anyway, um, I'm, I, I'm a little itchy about... Peter Capaldi all of a sudden. Because? Well, one, they got rid of the sonic screwdriver and gave him, like, sonic sunglasses. He's played rock guitar on two episodes, and he's wearing, like, what I can only refer to as plaid ska pants. Yeah, that's kind of a British thing. I know, but, like, they're making him, like, but a rocker. What like, the I, shit are they trying to do? They're trying to make him punk. But it's Capaldi. Who was in a punk band with fucking uh, Craig Ferguson, and I know that, like, obviously there's... He's old enough to, like, you know, been there when punk was actually punk. 
Um, Here's the thing. You know what that makes me think of? It makes me think of the episode of Nevermind the Bullocks we were watching with Stephen Fry when they're trying to guess which guy was the member of the uh, mod band, and they're like, look at his shoes. Those are very mod shoes. Stephen Fry. Oh, uh, uh, Noel Fielding, you're thinking of. Yeah. The guy from um, uh, Boosh. But yeah, but you and I are both like, we're watching it and laughing hysterically because they're like, look at his shoes. Those are very mod, mod shoes. <laughs> well, because it's fucking Noel Fielding. The guy's a goddamn ridiculous fashionista. I mean... Oh, God, he's so fun. Oh, God, I loved him in the IT crew. Um... Oh, is the, the fucking... When his contact goes around and he starts doing the weird eyes. No, it's when he starts... It's when he's like, I got into Cradle of Filth. And he's doing, like, the board meeting about the prophets, but he's, like, got the fucking, like, King Diamond face makeup. Oh, and I love He looks later, like he's part of no, Venom. No, no, oh, my God. Later on in the series, when he does, like, the whole, like, goth reintroduction to a society. Uh, to society. That was, like, the last... La- yeah. What was it called? He has, it, it was... Some it was like goth the cloth or so. It was something. Oh God, it was so hilarious. Okay, sorry. We should continue on. I don't remember what we were talking. Oh, Doctor I'm, Who. I'm behind on Doctor Capaldi. Who with, with yeah with uh, Noel Fielding who's not been on Doctor Who that I'm aware of. Um, Simon Pegg has though. Um, <clears throat> true. Uh, they fought a weird jelly ceiling shark thing um, that yelled at Simon Pegg, as you do. Like you do. Like you do, um, but no. So I, you know, I, I'm I'm really digging um, Doctor Who. I'm just not digging the Doctor. Which is funny because you were okay with Capaldi to begin with. Yeah, and, I was very anti Capaldi. I because he'd already played a character. Oh yeah, and the uh, well, was that the same episode that like uh, Jillian and uh, not Jillian Anderson, yeah. um, uh, um, Scully? No. Um, no, oh, so, Nebula. So, um, Karen Gillian. Karen Gillian, thank you. Um, that was the same episode she was on, right? I believe so, but I'm Because she was like one of the, the, the augers or the, the seers or, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so boo on you, because you can't judge Capaldi and not say anything about Karen Gillian on that one. She was completely unrecognizable. I will always recognize her. Um... Well, I, I, I have her Funko up there with Nebula. Oh my god, I bet they made a Funko of her when she was on Doctor Who! I was actually just thinking that I may want to change my right, birthday threat and no. be like, get, said it for almost a year get, now. get me the Funko Pons. Hmm, sorry, you asked for Marceline. I did ask for Marceline. I mean, talk, um, to, talk to Brandon. We don't do joint gifts yet, so maybe he'll get you that. Ooh, okay. Because um, uh, Funko, uh, Rory, and Amy would be, especially if like it was the one where like he's a centurion and she was in like the the policeman's outfit because she was like a, a stripogram or whatever the hell that was when he first met him. She met him, the doctor. I'm sorry, I was playing the pronoun game on that one. So anyway, I'm not super thrilled like Sonic. Um, Sunglasses, fuck yeah. You. Fuck you. Also, do you know who who he left the Sonic screwdriver with? Mm. Davros. Like, of all things, like... Like, come on, Moffat. Like, if that pays off at the end of the season, awesome. Way to play the long game. But to have him, like... Like, we need to, like, make I him hip. bad news for you. <coughs> Funko does not make Doctor Who companions for the most part. I mean, they make a lot of Doctor Whos, but not companions. 
No pawns. All right. Well, let me, let me try specifically any pawns, but I I, I I can imagine the one with her in the police outfit, um, in my head. I mean, that doesn't mean it's real. It's like the whole Patton Oswalt Green Lantern ring thing. They don't make it. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All they right. do, however, make a really kick-ass uh, Tom Baker Doctor Who. Nah. Um, it's really hard watching the old stuff. Um, I'll be perfectly honest. But, I mean, that's the first thing I ever saw Doctor Who-wise is Tom Baker on the fucking PBS. Yeah, because that's how... Like, PBS was basically, like, the BBC uh, America of mm-hmm. our generation of the 80s. Like, these kids today, they don't know. Get off my lawn. What's next? That picture. Meh. No. Sorry, it's adorable. Ah, what's next? Okay, so, are you up on your new TV even at all? Uh, depends. What are we talking about? Um, Last Man on Earth. Uh, don't watch it, don't care. Really? I mean, I, I, I don't care if we talk about it. <clears throat> no, I don't. It seems like something you might actually enjoy. I mean, you'd probably have to binge it to enjoy it, but it seems like something you'd enjoy. And there's a lot of people you Will Forte like. can wear on you after a while. Okay, that is actually kind of my bitch about the series, is that Will Forte can do no right. What does that mean? Nothing he ever does, no matter how good his intentions are, ever turns out well. On the show, or like as on a the show. human being? No, on the show. Oh, okay. The character he's playing. Because I'm like, he's... Tandy. Some... Huh? Tandy. Is that his name? No, his name is Phil, but there was another Phil with the same name, and they battled it out for name rights, and he lost, so his name's Tandy now. So he's not the last man on Earth. It's a misnomer. The beginning of the series, he starts out as the last man on Earth, and then they, slowly the survivors start coming together. So now there is... three guys and four women? Because one of them is Christian Shaw, because he meets no, her. It's Kristen Shaw and um, January Jones. Really? And two other women. That's who's... what she's doing after fucking Mad Men? She's actually pretty funny on the series. I don't mind January Jones. Well, give me a second. I'm I'm gonna. She's not a great actress. Well, you you can't you can't say talk about it because I don't watch it. So. I said, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up the other two women because one of them is actually a pretty well known actress. Unfortunately, I can't remember her name. Eartha Kitt. Yes, it's Eartha Kitt. She totally didn't die. She's still alive. You're thinking Julie Newmar. Or Yvonne Craig. I'm actually just teasing. So if Eartha Kitt, like, if Eartha Kitt could die, that'd be great. Um, you leave Eartha Kitt alone. I was. Oh yeah. Of, okay. Hold on. What I was you thinking do? of Mary Steinberger. Berger. No, Bergen. Mary Steinbergen. It's not Stein. Okay, Steinbergen. Like I said, no. She's married to um, uh, Ted Danson, and she was. Uh, she married. She is totally married to Steve uh, Ted Danson. I don't know why I said Steve right there. That's not even his character on Cheers. Um, and she was, uh, yeah. Well, she married him in 1995. Oh, yeah, they've been together for forever. Um, and like she said, was the, the love interest on um, Back to the Future 3. You're right, she was the love interest. She was the teacher. Uh, yeah, that would have fallen into the ravine, and then they had to change the names. The they all woman, wished that their teacher like said, The other woman they have Clara. in the series, her name is um, Cleopatra Coleman. Character name or actor? No, no. Character name's Erica. Her actual name is Cleopatra Coleman. That's fucking great too. Um, and the other guy they have there, other than Will Forte. Uh, Will Forte and uh, Boris Kajo. What a weird last name. 
Let's see. Is it the guy from um, Agent Carter and uh, Nope? Like I said, no. There's, there's, like I said. Well, I guess technically it's four men because they have um, Jason Sudeikis is is in the base orbiting Earth from space. No, he's. Are they married? Or are they it's just Olivia Wilde? No, they're not married, but they have a kid. Okay. I mean, they're engaged. Well, because apparently they make love like. Marathon runners is what she said at one point. That makes sense. But like I said, no, they're not married. They've, they've been engaged for a while. They have a little boy named Otis. Yep. Ah, oh, we should move on. Awkward. Um, but Last Man on Earth, I, I do like the fact that they now have kind of a feudal system of punishment where if they're dickbags, they get put in the stocks. No, quite literally. Yeah. Like, how would you metaphorically get put in the stocks? Well, I guess I could, yeah. Yeah, easily. At some point when they come back, because really, Will Forte's character is just kind of a giant douche. I mean, a lot of times he has the best intentions, but he really is, like I said, he can do no right. He can well, that's, almost but literally... That's, but that's the, the idea of, of, of conflict, is doing things contrary to... Like I said, he can literally do no right. But yeah, when he comes back, he keeps basically making everything worse, and so at some point they end up putting him in the literal doghouse with the shot collar on him. Awesome. Um, I also did not realize he did a lot of writing for that 70s show. Will Forte? Yeah. Huh. I had no idea. And it always cracks me up because every time I see him, I think of him as the weird guy that worked with Marshall at the bank in, in uh, How I Met Your Mother. And he's like, I'm sorry, I always get a nosebleed every time like I get an erection. Because um, he starts hey, he starts his um, brewery, uh, Wormpus. Yeah. Like Which said, apparently becomes like a huge thing, like, and you find that out. Yeah, because like getting fired was the best thing that ever happened to him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I said, I think of that like almost every time I see clean shaven Will Forte. Uh, I'm trying to think like what else like he just because he pops up on so much stuff. Well, like I said, he was a writer for a long time. Well, he worked on SNL. I mean, like a lot of the people like transition between writer and actor. It's not a shock. Except okay. for Sarah Silverman. Um, well, McGruber, obviously. Yeah. Durr. Wow, he has a lot of writing credits. Um, he was on American Dad a lot. Voice actor. Yeah, I mean, he has a lot of voices. I mean, he's no Bill Hader. Oh, I'm sorry. But... I totally forgot. And this actually comes up in something else I was going to mention. He's Rod Cunningham on Moonbeam City. Yep. Which, by the way, has finally made it to Hulu. The first three episodes are up on Hulu. So you finally saw it? Well, no, I'd watch them over at uh, the boys' place. Uh, uh, yeah. But, okay, I, I it, it does not quite leave premises as much, well, premise, as much as Aqua Teen Hunger Force, but they really just do not give a fuck. No. And um, I, I kind of love it. I love the artwork. I, I haven't, I I haven't watched, like, the last, like, two episodes, but, I yeah. I love the running gag they have about the glasses factory. What? Um... His ginger partner, whose name is escaping me. Hold on. Uh, not Dazzle. Not no. Pizzazz, because Pizzazz is the captain. Pizzazz is their captain. By Elizabeth Banks, who's fucking awesome. Every time she, like, threatens them and, like, the blinds. Chrysalis. Up. Chrysalis Tate, played by Kate Mara. Yeah. Like I said, she, she's the ginger one with the glasses, and they have a running joke about her being afraid the glasses factory is going to get attacked. Huh. 
Last one I saw was the, uh, he was obsessed with, was it Dazzle was obsessed with the guy, the guy who does, like, the bowling animation? Oh my god, that's episode three, and it's so fucking funny, and I cannot think of the character's name right now. And it's one of those funny things where they have the badge bunny, and he's a, quote, holster sniffer. Yeah. I about peed myself laughing, especially because he starts, like, he's he's the Moonbeam City maniac. Mm-hmm. So he starts murdering people like his bowling animations. Yeah. Like that you is do. so fucking funny. Yeah. Especially because we all remember those really shitty bowling animations from when we were kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, uh, oh. There's, like, this whole underground art movement surrounding his bowling animation. That they actually, like, un- he has, like, an unveiling. Oh, God. Oh, so good. So good. And they get some top-notch talent on that show. Oh, no. I, everybody who's doing it is doing it because they think it's hilarious. and like, I, I, It's a passion project. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I love it. Like I said, I think the artwork on it is unbelievably good and also just so fucking funny because it's spot-on 80s. Like... Did, but did you ever watch Metalocalypse? Of course. It's one of the executive producers. Um... That's my bread and butter you're fucking with. Oh god, the lawyer's fucking rad. Um, uh, uh, one of the same executive the producers on uh, Moonbeam City is Metalocalypse, and if Brandon you watch Hall? it, no, uh, Tommy Blacka, I believe is his name. Um, and it's I mean produced by Titmouse, which is Brandon Small, which is also Venture Brothers. Now. No, no. Eventually, they were. Um, they were they were um it was it was soup like, you know, soup like, the nuts or whatever it was it was soup and nuts and it was like dictator uh, uh world leader yeah world leader and now they're on titmouse yeah now they're titmouse um which not a shock because I think Brendan Small did a bunch of voices Should eventually titmouse more often yes um also that's good soup I I can't do that the the uh, the world leaders ones. Well, they they did that. It's good chowder. Well, they had the one that was uh, Queen Elizabeth, where it's like that's bloody good soup. And then they, they did the one that was Fidel Castro. I think it was like eats good soup. I don't know. No, it was it was in Cuban. Spanish. No, I just like to say Cuban. Um, what's next? What's next? Uh, I was going to talk about Minority Report. Uh, not getting picked up for a second, I believe? No, actually, they've ordered more scripts, but they have not given a final word yet. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure. Like, I don't hate it, but I'm not sure where they're going. They've built in this secondary plot where they, they've actually done a pretty good job where of... Where they're all on an island. Yes, exactly. No. They've built in two Should secondary plots, like I said. The first one is that... Well, sorry. Background. The three precogs all have very specific abilities. Not just being precognitive? Well, okay, so there's the twins, like there was in the movie. Uh-huh. Where one of them gets details and the other one gets, like, names and addresses. So details. <laughs> no, what I mean, it's like he sees places and faces and locations. He doesn't know what the location's name is, but he sees everything and the other one just gets facts. Okay. And then there's the third. So one gets the abstract, one gets the concrete, exactly. I guess you could no, say. That's that's a much better way of putting it, like I said. One gets the abstract, one gets the concrete. Okay. And then there's the third, which is Agatha, 
I know that's her name. It's just I kind of want to punch her in the face because she's kind she's, of a cunt. And she's the Shep of the group. <laughs> but she yuck, she yuck, sees, yuck. like I said, she sees the things most clearly. However, she's basically isolated herself in this island. And for some reason... There Actual are... island? Because I don't watch it. No, it actually is an island. Okay. It was a peninsula at some point. I want to say it's like some New Jersey peninsula, but now that the ice caps have melted... She hangs out the Jersey Shore. She actually does, but like I said, now that the ice caps have melted, it's an island, not a peninsula. She hangs out, goes to the gym, goes tanning, and uh, does her laundry. Yeah, the GTL, duh. Yeah. I know. I'll high-five that. Well, that I knew GTL or that we made a joke. Bit of both. So, the two subplots they have is that Agatha has been seeing visions of them being taken again and putting back into a precog program, which they actually continually call the milk bath, and it kind of cracks me the shit up, because I think they're making fun of a lot of the visuals from the movie. Because Now, really hold on. So, like... the premise of this is that, like, they help the precogs escape? No. Precogs, this is after the movie. This is, like, ten years after the movie. So, the precogs have been released. So, the precogs in the movie didn't see this coming. So... <laughs> The precog uh, program has been completely dissolved. Uh-huh. The three of them were let go quite some time ago. Agatha, well, all three of them went to the island initially, which is at the end of the movie. Yeah. And they basically isolated themselves so they don't see murders anymore. Um, so their names are Arthur, Dash, and Agatha. Agatha stayed on the fucking island because she doesn't want to be around people, and she also sees the most clearly. So that's her problem. Okay. So... Arthur was the first to leave because he uses all of the concrete info that he gets to basically build fake identities and make a shitload of money. Good on him. Like I said, now, like, you know how information is the most valuable thing of all? Mm-hmm. Fuck load of money. Got it. Dash initially went back because he still sees the murders and he wants to try and change the future and stop them. He is the main character of the series that eventually ends up reconnecting with this police officer and they together try and solve these murders. Like, she knows he's a precog. Like I said, the two subplots that they've built in is, one, Agatha is now seeing visions that they get retaken and putting back into some kind of precog program, trying to, we think now, predict terrorism. Okay. But they haven't seen it yet. And the second subplot is that the police officer, her name is, uh, I believe, Laura Vega, her father died a year before the precog program went into uh, effect, and she's trying to solve that murder. They have now... Put it that what? Pl- that murder. You, like you said murder. I said it twice. Like I said, they, I'm gonna go commit murder. I need to commit the murder. I'm a serial murderer. Like I said, they have <laughs> now put in a subplot where her dad didn't die of a random like junkie mugging. Somebody was actually hired to kill him, and I'm like, he was murdered. He was well, yes, but I mean, he was murdered for hire. <laughs> And it's become a thing. Oh my god, yes. We're just going to say murder now. It's like, oh, I can't not say Jeebus. Like, I was listening to the, like, the um, Guardians of the Galaxy um, soundtrack, and I was like, I got a friend in Jeebus. So, like I said, they've, anyway. put, in, they've put in this subplot, and I'm like, really, guys? You couldn't just have one subplot. You had to put in a fucking... It, it was already a really convoluted series, and now it's getting worse. You and know, also, I still do not buy Mulder Valderrama as a police captain. No, God, no. Thank you. Dumbass. The weird foreign kid. Okay. That's what he calls him. The, the one who married Laurie. Oh, he did, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, here's, you know, of all the new shows coming out, and this is my issue with, uh, I guess, Minority Report 
and Limitless and um, I never watched it. Don't. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, not Constantine. What's the the one that uh, uh, um, you're gonna loathe? Um, Lucifer. Hasn't come out yet, has it? Uh, you know, I don't know if it's come out yet or not. No, I'm pretty sure it hasn't premiered yet. Um, ooh, you know what premieres today though? Something on Showtime. Close. Something on Stars. What stars? Damn it! Andy and I had a whole conversation about this yesterday. Fucking Ash versus the yeah, fucking Ash Evil Dead. Yeah, Ash versus Evil Dead. But I mean, it, I'm gonna watch this. Bruce, but it's actually Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi, and they've already upped it for a second season. Oh yeah. Sorry, yeah. we we, we generate high five. Nobody farted. Um, yeah, no, we totally yeah generate cool. Um, but like, I'm really sick of this whole like, I got to spin on this thing, and then they're gonna solve crimes. Like, I am well, that's what, sick no, of that. That. Is, that was what pissed me off about Lucifer, because that was never what the Lucifer comic was about. And if they would have done it well, I might have bought it. No, but the thing is, at the beginning of the Lucifer comic, what happened was, Lucifer quit hell, because fuck you guys. Well, that's not it. That's in Sandman. He, did, he, does, no, that, I mean, he does that to kill Morpheus. But like I said, or start the process of... Well, he was yeah. also just fucking sick of being part of God's great plan. Yeah. But like I said, now, Lucifer has quit hell. In the beginning of Lucifer, he has the piano bar in L.A. Locks. Like he does in fucking the series. And he has yep. his girlfriend, whose name I can't remember, who's a member of the Lilith. Uh, in the comic, it was, oh, God. It's, it, it's like Mackenzie M- or something like that. Mazine or something like that. She's got like half a face, always wears a mask. Like I said, she's... Really hard to tell what the hell she she's saying. She's actually a really interesting character. It's like trying to read Art's face. But like I said, they... I was going to say, they have the piano bar in LA where he's basically just killing time. And a bunch of shit ends up happening to them. He turns into like, uh, not necessarily a Constantine-esque character, but I mean... He doesn't. Not even fucking close. It's just a bunch of shit happens to them. It pisses me off that this series is based on the premise that he's in L.A. punishing the wicked. No, that's how it ends. It's, yeah, because like one of his friends like gets caught in like a random like crossfire and he's like... Someone should fucking make them pay, and I'm like, oh lord. Though I do like Rachel Harris as his um, weird fuck buddy slash therapist. He basically trades sex for therapy, which I would totally be on board for. Just throwing it out there. So in the Lucifer series, the book eventually comes down to two things, which is him dealing with the remnants of old gods. And a final showdown between, like, him and Lilith and God. Like, not yeah. necessarily the end of the universe, but the fate of the universe. Because it's... You see, you say that, like, it makes me want to read it, but I know that I... It's Lucifer and I'm, a lady who I'm not a huge fan is, of... Oh, who the fuck wrote that? It was uh, Mike Carey. Like I said, it's him and Elaine, who is basically the daughter of Michael. Like the chick Michael. from Seinfeld? No, she's like said, the daughter of Michael that was kind of a product of rape. The Bible's pretty rapey. Well, okay, so Michael, if I remember correctly, is the only archangel that has the ability to have children, because he's the one who impregnated Mary. Because he's Mary. Uh, John Travolta. Ah! Oh, you're just mad because I remembered the movie Michael. <laughs> As well, he you should be. He always smells like chocolate chip cookies. Yep. Oh my god, I want cookies. Oh my god, I don't want to watch that movie. You never have to watch that movie, even though Andy McDowell's awesome. Can we just watch Roundhog Day instead? Uh, no, let's watch, uh, what's the movie where she does the dolphin thing? Um, Hudson Hawk? Oh my god. The Hudson Hawk is a highly underrated film. 
Oh, it's fantastic. Like I said, it was marketed badly and had a really oh, yeah. weird time. But the Hudson Hawk is a highly underrated film. However, Except for his earrings. Like, that's oh, God, a little rough. so bad. But the cappuccino machine she hasn't cleaned the poison out of yet? Hilarious. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. So, you, I told you, like, what, three weeks ago? And you said you were going to some weird suburb comic shop to bring me something you thought that would make me happy? And you wildly succeeded and bought you. the first trade paperback of Why the Last Man. Um... I've only read the first trade, unfortunately, which still just makes me want to punch his sister a lot in the face. Which, admittedly, when you say the first trade, they're the reprints that are the first year. Excuse me. It's the first year. But like I said, I just want to punch his sister like a lot in the face. I think you'll like her arc. Um, I, 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 I'm going to dodge... I don't what they do with her, but I just want to punch her so much in the face. I, I literally could tell you how she ends, and you'd be I, like... I don't need to know. I'll get there. Ah. Uh, that's the thing is I, I, I'm so jealous of when I bought you Why the Last Man or lent you Preacher. The first time. That you guys get to read this stuff for the first time. But the weird part is like you and Lizzie like don't freak out the way I do. Because I wanted to talk to you guys about like how Preacher ended and, and you're like, yep, that's how it ended. And I'm like, but do you know? Like, oh my God. But do you remember when we read Widening Gyre and both of us were like... Uh, well, that's fuck. F- yeah, that's yeah. I think it's slightly different. Um, I think, I think that preacher, you know, you're gonna have closure, some way, somehow. Um, even with what you, who you think, like, I, I, I honestly didn't think when I read preacher the first time, I didn't think Cassidy was coming back. Nope. Um, and the way they, the way that he brought they they brought him back was fucking fantastic, and he's like. Now I get to live as a man, and that's what Jesse was talking to me about, and he's got all the, the letters that he puts in everyone, and he's like, maybe this story was about me, and we all thought it was about, like, Jesse and Tulip. Um, wow, it's like an episode of Damn with all the doors slamming in the background, um, but without, like, Russian screaming in the in the background, which is nice. Um, oh my god. I mean, that we don't have Russians. If there was Russian screaming, I'm sure my apartment would be a lot cheaper. Why is that a high five? I don't... Because my apartment would be cheaper. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll high five that. Um, <laughs> uh, but, so... I, but I'm super glad you're into... I know you had always talked about Why the Last Man. Um, well, no, because it, it was on my Amazon wish list, and I just hadn't gotten around to it. Which, by the way, somebody we know needs to get wealthy and just buy me my whole wish list. Like someone specifically? Cause God no. I'd love to be rich. Um, I'd love to be rich too. I'd buy you your whole Amazon wish list. I don't. I'm not on Amazon. Um, Sorry, I do that sometimes when I'm bored. But uh, actually, weirdly enough, I I'm gonna be going to the comic store later today. So um, yeah, there should be new Fight Club too. Get on that. Oh shit! Yeah, it is the end of the month, isn't it? Um, it's I I I may bitch. I may <laughs> That's what I said on Facebook. I was like, Halloween, bitches. Um, Maybe I'll just buy you Oh my god, is that why I'm wearing the short shorts? It's the one day of the year a girl can dress as slutty as she wants and nobody can say anything. Oh my god, you're a slutty podcaster. (laughs) Think about about that. Like I said, as much as I don't want people seeing this, I kind of want you to take a picture of me in the robe with my hair in the bun and put that with the caption, slutty Slutty podcaster. Oh my god. It's it's not ankle length, but it's below the knees. It's, It's... it is a very. It would be, you know, you would be. 
it, it's tasteful, but you would still be burned as a witch. <laughs> yeah, you can see my ankles. Uh, ooh. They're covered in Deadpool. Um, gross. Um, the way you said it. Um, oh my god, I almost but I'm, but I'm so glad that, like, you know, with Preacher and, and Why the Last Man... Um, which is his prelude to Saga, which I'm still ticked about. Wait, what? Why the Last Man. What about it? Wrote Saga. Yeah, Brian came on. But it's not his prelude to it. But he wrote it before, yeah. That's what I meant. But what I'm saying is, like, with Preacher and, and Why the Last Man becoming TV shows... I want some... I, I mean, I literally gave you guys Preacher just so you could be mad about if they fuck it up. <laughs> I, like, I don't I don't want to be the only person on the show... I start getting vaguely angry every time I think about how he fucked up Green Hornet and him having Preacher One of the two worst movies. Hands. I, but, admittedly, I don't think there's an emotional resonance with Green Hornet that there is with Preacher. It's like Watchmen. Like, you can't fuck it up. You can't. Speaking of fucking shit up in the comic book store, by the way, uh, I think starting next month is the next uh, Dark Knight. It's Master the, Race? Yeah. It's not already out? Uh, no, I think it starts in the middle of November. No, I'm pretty sure pieces of it are already out. Because uh, no, they, 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 uh, no, they've released... Um, they put up um, all the variant covers. Yeah, because I saw one with him and Carrie. Um, Sorry, other Robin. Other Robin doesn't narrow it down. The girl Robin. Technically doesn't narrow it down, because it could Carrie. be... Carrie! Carrie Kelly, yes. Because um, uh, uh, the spoiler... I mean, that was her actual name. Um, the spoiler! Uh, oh my god. Oh. It's like she, the worst villain ever. I'm imagining actually her being dad, like, Dumbledore dies! <laughs> oh my god, that'd yeah. be fucking fantastic. Yeah, see? The spoiler. The Red Wedding, yeah. Um... No, uh, uh, Stephanie Brown, I believe was her name. Uh, she was the quiz master's daughter. Oh my god! Sorry, go ahead. Uh, Sorry, Octopus but... just put up a new episode of 50% Off. <laughs> Today's the day I get my penis back from the dolphin. What up, Swim Dicks? I was gonna say, that's the obvious, what up, Swim Dicks? Sorry. I'm so glad Andy's, like, just embraced that. No, it's... Annie mentioned it to me, like, probably ten times before I ever watched it, and then I just, I couldn't stop laughing. Although, I have to say, as much as I enjoy the episodes, the blooper reel is my the, favorite The bonus part. episodes yeah. are fucking fantastic, or well, way better. But it's just, it's something you and I have always loved, which is listening to voice actors just dick around. Yeah. Um. Sorry, we should move the shit on. Yeah. So... I finally, and I, well, I watched it months ago, but I didn't want to talk about it because I didn't want to admit to Brandon that I'd seen it without him, but we finally watched What We Do in the Shadows. You have a bizarre relationship. Um, well, because I tried to get him to see it at the Mayan like ten times, and he just wasn't into it. I said on BOD, but yeah. Like I said, because it was the Mayan for a while, and I'm like, it looks fucking hilarious. You know, the, uh, one of the guys in that is going to be the one directing uh, Thor 3, right? Yeah. Okay. Also, you know, the other guy is... It's uh, Jermaine Clemens. Yeah, Jermaine. Jermaine. Okay, so one. The bag, yeah, he's like so most much... most well known as the bad guy in uh, Men in Black Three. No. I know that's a joke. I know. He's also fart on Rick and Morty. <laughs> that but, was first season, right? Yeah, fart. Yeah. Yeah. 
where they have to kill him. All I can think now is F. Scott Fitzgerald. What Scott Fitzgerald ever do to you? What what Scott Fitzgerald ever do to you? What's his first name? Fuck. <laughs> that was easily the best joke in that what entire fucking movie. Sorry, I just randomly got messaged on Ingress for some reason. Fun fact: when I have my phone out, she yells at me. Well, you're normally looking at pictures of dicks. We'll get to that. Um, Anyways, what we do in the shadows. Bloody every, fantastic, yeah. Everything with Peter is so fucking hilarious. Peter's the one who looks like Nosferatu. It's like, like 8,000 years old. Yeah, like he lives in, in the, the basement. basement. He's also the one that turns Nick, who I fucking hate. Nick was like the newbie, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd love that they all love Stuart, Nick's best friend, who's a human. Yeah. Like, they all just fall in love with him. And I like that like, the Beast is like... It was his ex-girlfriend? It's his ex-girlfriend. And it's just one of those things where they... She's the beast and he's asshole. And at the end of the movie, they briefly rekindle, which is hilarious. God fucking... I'm so sorry. I will turn off the sound. She's really not sorry. Sorry, um, not sorry. No, hashtag. I actually am really sorry. Um, I think we talked about... Because I watched it... Like, months ago. Um, um, I'm, not, I'm not judging you, I'm just saying... It is like our generation's This Is Spinal Tap. Oh. No, because it's the mockumentary. In that it's a mockumentary, yes, but uh, I wouldn't call it... What are we? Huh? What are we? We're werewolves, not swearwolves. I loved Reese Darby. In that Reece, as... Reese Darby is the alpha of the werewolf pack. Hilarious. Them coming upon the werewolf pack after the masquerade yeah. and they're chaining themselves up and fail. Also hilarious. I love the fact that they have the gag with the camera crew following them around the entire time, but it doesn't become like super ridiculous until the werewolf attack when it kills one of the cameramen. And he's gonna be a werewolf. Oh my god, it's so fucking funny. But race Dobby. Uh, also the gag with them not being able to go anywhere without getting invited in. So they can't go to the club they want to, but they have to go to the vampire-owned club, which is, like, completely fucking empty. Actually, I was going to oh say God. the... The... They don't appear in mirrors, so they have to draw each other montage. Oh, Stuart teaching them how to use modern technology. <laughs> so he ends up Skyping with his human servant that sent him to the wrong address. Yeah. And then they actually do the, 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 you don't find out it's actually him, uh, actually her for a while. You think it's like him visiting the human servant who's old, but it's actually him visiting his old love who fell in love and got married before he got mm -hmm. there. And then they end up together in the end. I thought that was so fucking funny. Especially when they had the, people talk about the age difference, but I don't care that he's 400 years older than me. Yeah. And she's like, what, 70 or something? That was not a rhetoric question. Sorry, I wasn't reading anything. What happened? Moving on. Boners? <laughs> Boners. Uh, so you watched a movie that I've actually been pretty excited to see, but I haven't watched yet. Cooties. I did watch Cooties. With Brian um, Wilson. With, with, actually, uh, Elijah Wood's the main character. Um, yeah, but I mean, I want to see Ray. You'll, 
if you're watching it for Rain Wilson, you'll like Rain Wilson. Um, he actually has a great character moment in this one, which I'll get to in a moment. Uh, but yeah, it's Elijah Wood, uh, Rain Wilson, uh, Allison Pill, who... Who likes Allison Pill? I was looking at her like, I know you from somewhere, I know you from somewhere. Scott Pilgrim. It's weird to see her smile, and that's what threw me off. Scott Pilgrim, um, also... She was since, Kim Pine. Like I said, since you're not a girl, you probably not probably never watched Confessions of a Teenage uh, Drama Queen. But she's the best friend in that. Yeah, no. Um, with Lindsay Lohan and some really inappropriate dresses with, um... What else is she black? in? What's, no, the thing, I'm trying to think of her villainous's name, who's the... Regina. No, give me a second. You've had Megan one Fox, one. there we go. Oh, she's got weird hands. Megan Fox is the, her she's rival. Got, in, she's got toe thumbs. She does. She does. So cooties. She has toe thumbs. Thumb toes. No, she has toe thumbs, because the the secondary would be what it actually is. If she had uh, thumb toes, that mean all of her toes look like thumbs, which would be equally horrible. Um, well, I, have, <clears throat> I have the finger toes. No, finger toes are fine. Like I said, because, well, my parents are musicians, so I have pretty long fingers, which means that I have a little bit... Yeah, no, you got short, stubby fingers. Well, I'm not, like, horribly... Well, yeah, but you're also taller than me. Everyone's taller than you. That's not true. Babies. Dogs. So I'll show them out here so Doug can feel superior. Yeah, invite one of the cats so I can be like, I'm taller than you. I could, like, I outweigh you by a factor of a hundred. I could kick you into the like, ether. It's more like 20, but yes. That would imply that cat weighs 20 pounds? About 14 or 15. Holy shit. They're um, big cats. <laughs> they were goons. They were big cats. Uh, anyway, so I saw cooties. Oh my god. We need to have our babysitter back on. Um... I'm going to text the school tomorrow. So, don't. Just put your phone away. Like, have we not learned over no, the I, last hour? No, I turned the sound off. It's fine. <laughs> You're still texting them. So, I watched Tried Cooties. Tried to record without you not going well. Which, effectively, is children become zombies. Which I am kind of not okay about. Yeah. Um, and it's super intense. Like, we talked a couple weeks ago, and I don't remember if it was on air or not, that um, Lizzie tried to watch it with his daughter, and they I got... I don't know why the hell he tried to watch it with Gabby. That... She's a little young. Eh, she's old enough for horror movies. She's ten. She's eleven. Oh, that's right, she just had a birthday. Fuck, I got her a present I haven't put in that place yet. Okay, um, also, I've been watching horror movies since I was wee. So Yeah, and you couldn't explain to your mother why dogs freaked you the fuck out. For two weeks. If you don't have the verbal capacity to explain why you're scared, you shouldn't be watching that fucking movie. Well, you know, talk to my dad, not me. I'm sorry, your dad sucked. Well, that got real. Um, I say that to his face, a lot. If I ever see him... Oh, oh, that's not a high-five moment. Sad. I oh, I, I know. I wasn't going for the high-five. I was going for the sad shoulder pat. And I'm like, don't do not do it, Deb. You can't be superior right now. So I will say that um, in terms of cooties, the premise is a child eats a tainted chicken nugget. 
which turns her into a zombie, which at one point, one character talks, one kid talks about her, like, uh, burgeoning, um... Boobs? No, uh, zombieism. Sorry. As, if your butt, if my butthole had a butthole, that's what you would look like? Yeah, that's in the trailer. Oh, is it? Yeah. But. No, it's in the trailer where they're, they're making fun of her and provoking her. Yeah, do they show the part where they pull her hair and then yeah. her fucking pigtail comes out? Oh my god, okay. Um, I guess I should have watched the trailer more, but uh, I did watch the whole movie. Uh, the premise is that they have to survive until 3 o'clock, so the parents will come to like pick up the kids, and they have to like you know wave the parents on. Yeah, but, but, but we've seen the clip where the parent comes and is not paying attention, and the child gets in the car and things go awry. Now, when you say when things go awry... Do they show what goes around, Deb? They show the mom. They do not show the baby. Things happen to the baby. I mean, they don't show it, but they show the baby going zombie, right? Yeah. Thank God. Because, like, babies and, and that whole thing, like, I, I cannot handle. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty fucking intense. I mean, I would put it as a more graphic ep- uh, episode. Yeah, episode, I'm right. Um, of, like, Walking Dead, like, in terms of, like, the gore factor, like, because they basically eat all the adults. Most of the adults. I mean, the, you know, ones that die. So, I have a question for you, though. Does the one kid, i.e. the indoor kid, make it through the whole film? What do you mean, indoor kid? The kid they find in the library that's not infected. Calvin? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he makes it. Nice. Um, it does. It does end very open-endedly um, with the childhood zombie epidemic or pandemic. They actually say um, that basically the virus doesn't affect you if you've gone through puberty. Yeah. Um, oh, you knew that. That's in the fucking trailer. Well, yeah, because awkwardly at one point a girl gets scratched, and one of the teachers has to have the sex ed teacher has to have the. Do Talk. you did you have your menses? Talk. Yeah, you're head and hand on that one. No, it's a facepalm moment. But yeah... Um, no, it's in the trailer that if you've gone through puberty, the virus doesn't affect you. Oh, that was in the trailer? Yes! Motherfuck. All I know is it's pretty fucking... It's pretty intense. For like a kid like zombie movie, Like I didn't expect it to be as violent as it was. There's actually a moment... Uh, I want to get to this before we move on. That... Um, Rain Wilson. I talked about yeah, Rain Wilson having a character moment. He's a PE teacher who can't say dual rear wheels, which admittedly is very hard to say. Um, <clears throat> but he is like the classic like kind of jock PE teacher character. Um, to um, Elijah Wood's like sensitive writer character. I just still imagine him as the kid that's always on the verge of tears from Wilfred. Really, I just imagine him as a good son. Let you go. Do you think you'd fly? Ah, you did the I think. Oh, God, no. Um, no. That was supposed to be a remake of The Bad Seed. The Good Son? Yeah. The Bad Seed? You know the play, The Bad yeah. Seed. Yeah, that was supposed to be a remake. Um, But there's a great part where they finally have to brain a kid. <laughs> and Rain Wilson just kind of just wails on this kid's head. With a oh, fire extinguisher. Oh, oh. They don't show it graphically. I mean, they show, like, him coming down, but they don't show the actual head. Thank God. Um, but you see him kind of, like, they're like, 
oh. And he's like, I need to walk away for a second. And it's that they still think of, and you see this in the first season of, of Walking Dead, actually, with, with Morgan, weirdly enough, um, that they still think of the zombie kids as... Children. Kids, yeah. Um, and that they basically just brained a kid for a good couple minutes. Um, it, it's pretty fucking brutal. I mean, in terms of what they actually deal with, I, I was surprised by the, the, the content. I mean, once again, like it's it's like Walking Dead, where they don't know what's going on; they have to deal with it. Um, it was adorable when the girl gave uh, Elijah with the cootie shot. Circle, so, circle, circle, dot, dot. Circle, now you have, circle, dot, dot. Now you have, have the, the cootie, cootie shot. shot. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I thought that was adorable. Um, a nice nod, but like, yeah, one of the one of the kids actually goes, "Well, she had cooties," and they're like. No, that's ridiculous. And one of the guys is like, now, hold on. Like, what if it's a virus? Like, well, he starts you, medically working it out. Do you remember that, that cooties was original kind of a slang term for lice? Is that where it came from? Yeah. Cootie bugs. Lice. Well, I guess technically it could be scabies, but yeah. Huh. Lice. Did not know that. You want to talk about me from Uncle? I watched it. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if that's all I had to say about it? Um, do you ever want to see Sherlock Holmes in the late 70s? Then watch Man from Uncle. Okay, this the preview, the trailer they put out for Man from Uncle looked fantastic. Here's the thing, I heard that that was like all the good bits. It wasn't all the good bits. My issue with this movie, and I, I know Guy Ritchie, I think, co-wrote it. Is that whenever there's a twist, he explains it. Uh, like, you know what I mean? He gives you a little bit too much. Like, he gives you that flashback of, like, it's like, oh, that person just turned on this person. And here's why. So, you know what he needs? He needs the editor from Fight Club, where he kept saying, I can tighten this, I can tighten this, I can tighten this. I think what he needs is to not be Zack Snyder. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know my feelings well, about uh, Zack Snyder. But I'm not... Oops. But, like, okay, you remember in um, the first Sherlock Holmes, where, like, he's in, like, the um, the underground fight club? Just the slow-mo of the explaining about how he sees everything and how... That's exactly how they explain every twist or double cross. Ugh. Though I did, like, uh, Hugh Grant was in it. I didn't know that. I'm glad he's still alive. Hugh Grant, who apparently has not learned how to use condoms as he just had his third child. With women he's not in relationships in. Well, fucking Eddie Murphy knocked up Scary Spice. What do you want? They were at least together when it happened. Oh, but he denied it until the paternity test. But I'm just saying, he keeps... That got vicious. Like I said, he keeps just banging these random chicks and having kids. Randos! You're right, I should have said randos. You should have said randos. Fan from Uncle... I liked it. It was weird hearing Henry Cavill and Jared Hess having um, Accents. American accents. Um, it was weird hearing... Uh, Henry Cavill's Ar- not American? Henry Cavill? Yeah. No, he's a Brit. So Superman's British? I can't tell if you're being serious or not. It's more teasing. Now, the fun fact is that technically Man from Uncle, and I thought this while I was watching it, is technically Batman versus Superman. I don't like it. Because in George Miller's Justice League, 
Army Hamer would have been Batman. Uh, God, he's made so many bad movies. Who? Army Hamer? Yeah. Outside of Lone Ranger, name one bad movie he's been in. All the parts I liked of Man of Steel weren't him. He wasn't in that. You're thinking Henry Cavill. You're right, I'm thinking Henry Cavill. I'm oh, thinking God. Army Hamer. No, who, he, he no. was the Winklevoss twins, or the Vinkwai, or whatever they called them. Winklevoss. Um, Hold on. In Social Network. Henry Cavill... No, give me a second. He was in something else that I fucking hated. You know, and Man of Steel got like a lot of raw... I think it got a raw deal. I, I actually I didn't he was mind in it. something else that I hated. Um, Give me a second. Let me look at things I hated. But, uh, <clears throat> the opposite of an Amazon wish list. Um, no, I, I actually don't. Oh, he was love interest in Mirror Mirror. I don't know what that is. Yeah, lucky you. Um, I, you know. Apparently he was on an episode of Veronica Mars. Everyone, I, what? Yeah, apparently he was on one episode of Veronica Mars. Which one? As Kurt. It doesn't say what episode. Kurt? That doesn't give me anything. Exactly. Um, but, uh, you know, Man of Steel gets a raw deal. Everyone p- gets pissed that he fucking killed Zod, and I'm like... Um, first of all, he... there is a deleted scene where he didn't kill Zod. Really? Second of all... That's bullshit. It's not that I didn't like his performance, is that I thought that Zack Snyder was a little bit too on the fucking nose. Saving a school bus. <sighs> Also, I don't need the origin story. I don't need it. Which, we could get into a whole thing about Marvel and Spider-Man, which, thank God, like they're like, no, no, you get it after two different reboots. <laughs> but it's just one of those things where it's like, I, I, I didn't need it. I did like we that always... Lois Lane is an actual fucking reporter and not a damsel in distress. But, uh, I mean... Absolutely. Uh, I, I think we once again go, and we go back to this every time. Uh, I was going to say Grant Morrison. Right, Grant Morrison. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not gonna do that. Um, yeah, um, the origin in literally what was it? it. I'm with the goddamn Godfather. What the shit is this? No, because I was doing that. Never mind. Um, but yeah, like it's like you know, a, a failing planet, just uh, desperate scientists, last hope. Yeah. Superman. Like it's literally his origin in four panels, eight words. Way to fucking do it. Like I said, I didn't have any problem with his acting in that movie. I just, yeah, sucks. I mean, Michael Shannon, Zod, terrifying, fantastic. I would have given up, Baby Superman. I would have. I'd been like, just please stop yelling just, at me. Just take it. Like you know what? I've seen you in uh, my son, my son. What have you done? Like I know you're fucking crazy. Like just take the baby. Do whatever you want with it. Rape it, kill it, kill it, then rape it. I don't give a shit. Like just Oh my god, Doug. Amazing. What? Just the, the way you're like, just take the baby. Yeah. Oh my god, like, if he could just stop yelling at me. Which is weird because, like, he's really benign in um, Cecil Be Demented. <laughs> but, like, you watch, like, My Son, My Son, What Have You Done? And you're like, holy shit, you are intense. Also, watch that movie, if you haven't. It's fucked up. Anything else? You went to My High Comic Con, which is apparently clown shoes. It's... I about peed myself from that text message, which was mid-trivia. I, I did talk about the anxiety um, on, on from My High Con on, on I, Damn. I was not concerned about you. Um, but I will say, in terms of like what this show should cover, 
Um, it was a lot of fun. It was significantly smaller than NDK. Well, you also told me that the cosplay was less impressive. It was. It's. It's more of a writer's con, which is great, but that's not what it's billed as. Correct. <coughs> I guess if I had known that, frankly, I probably would have been more interested. Actually, I think you and Lizzie would have been bored to tears. I mean, I would have loved to not, go to a not bored of... to tears, but no, I would have loved to go to a lot of writer panels, and you know, I'd love to learn about the process. Well, I told you the the first panel it was I went to. I don't remember. I drank a lot. It was ironic. Okay, do you know foreshadowing? What, do you know what the the first panel I went to was foreshadowing? You know what the definition of irony is? Does Alanis Morissette? No, she doesn't. That whole song. Are things that are unfortunate. Yeah. I think there might be one when thing. When the literal meaning is different from the metaphorical meaning. Your sock is inside out. What's that? Yes, it is. No, look at that. Look at the other side. Oh, wow. That is. Huh. Yeah. A weird sock. Oh, I'm looking at. I thought that was the no, other eye. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stop. It's a 360 view. Oof. Um, Mile High Comic Con. Then we'll redshirt. Oh my we'll, god, I can't uh, believe we're going this long without our fucking third. Uh, really? Because we've just been rambling. Um, By the way, the school I want, says, I want, I want oh, a ticket to next year. Yeah, we forgot to talk about that. Um, we rocked at trivia recently, and you extra rocked at trivia for my online Comic Con. Um, the average score, uh, they had they had a trivia panel, and or you whatever got you called it. partnered with a rando. I got partnered with a rando uh, <laughs> named Matt. He's my new best friend. Your boy. Um, and the average score for this trivia run was. Ran. No run. I was right. Uh, the average score for the the trivia run was uh, fourteen to sixteen points. Me and Matt at thirty three points. We basically played. We basically moneyballed it, um, where we knew that he was good at Game of Thrones and I was good at um, Firefly and Doctor Who. So we just kept picking those topics. Um, you, you know, guess the Winchesters a lot at Supernatural. I was getting to that. Uh, we basically ran the board on what we knew. Uh, there were no penalties for wrong answers, which is good because at the very end, the Supernatural topic. Uh, category was up, and I just kept going, I don't know, Dean Winchester, that's a thing, or, I don't know, Crowley, because that's who I got if the, I, if I was in Supernatural quiz. Why were you taking that quiz? Because I wanted to know. <sighs> Apparently, by the way, talking to some, uh, they have a name, I can't remember what they're called, the Supernatural people. It's, they're not like uh, Hoovian. They have like a name like Hoovian. I'll ask Libby when I see her later. She's working. No. Um, but the uh, Maddies. <laughs> Maddie Isis. No. Um, oh God. No, they they have a term like Hoovian or. Did you soak this black dildo in Axe body spray? Excuse me. Did you soak this black dildo in Axe body spray? Got an Xbox. Uh, just want to come and hang up, bro. Um, I love this Jack Johnson album. He was behind me. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm Crowley, uh, apparently. And I ran that by, like, a, a few, like, Supernatural Good. friends, and they were like, yeah, you're, yeah, you're kind of fucking Crowley. What's Lizzie got to say? You're looking at your phone. Nothing you want to hear. Oh. Okay. 
Anyways, uh, I'd like to talk about audiobooks for a moment. Sure. So talk See about you. audiobooks. See you. Uh, we all know that I have an Audible Unlimited subscription, which is actually super fantastic if you listen to audiobooks. If you don't, don't fucking bother. But if you do, you get one credit a month for fourteen ninety nine, which audiobooks are really expensive. So admittedly, yeah, I pick and choose which audiobooks I actually buy with my credits because I'm going to buy a book that's worth at least 25 to $35. For one credit? Great. Yeah, exactly. Which means that I get it for 10 to $20 off. So I picked up an audiobook, and I'm not going to fucking name names. Like I said, I'm not going to fucking name names on it. But you know what? I didn't realize it actually takes a lot of not fucking it up to make a good audiobook. Because the audiobook I was listening to beyond took me out of the story and pissed me off. Because during the super dramatic moments, they tried to put in some, like, dramatic background music and noises. Dun, 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 exactly, but it was just more irritating and annoying. And I don't know if it's just because when I read books, I kind of rely on my imagination to fill in the blanks. To add the music? No, to fill in the blanks. Oh. So it was one of those things where it's like, I mean, the background music I could totally ignore, but they kept adding, like, random sound effects. But it wouldn't just be they added the sound effect. It'd be they, they read the description of the sound effect and in the book. And then made the sound effect. Oh, my God. It was so fucking bad. It took me completely out of the story. It was ridiculous. So, Audible Unlimited also... It just also, murmured it. It totally murmured it. It murmured it so hard. It took me completely out of the story. All the murmur. However, I have to tell... All the murmur. All the murmur. The other thing I had to do is it has to do with changing your voice for characters. Which you had an issue with uh, with the D&D book. No, I had an issue with Felicia Day sucking at doing character voices. Yeah, changing your voice to... No, she was trying to do an accent and she failed miserably. Yeah, because what the fuck does a gnome sound like? Like, you don't know that. It was a dwarf. Whatever. You don't know that. Like, Anyhow, that's like, like no, what did Jesus sound like? No, you I don't actually, know. No, I want to talk about... I can't... I'm not going to name specific series, but... I have a series that I'm really fond of, and I've only ever listened to them on audiobooks. Twilight. No. I've read, those of gray. I've read those physical books. I also read those physical books. I still have uh, the I'm copy I'm never of... going to fucking get a sexy book as an audiobook. Why? I don't want people describing things to me. Ginger hole. The butthole? Yeah. So we, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Anyhow, like I said, I have a series of books that I've only ever listened to as audiobooks. And I, I'm pretty fond of the narrator, and I like how he does different characters. He doesn't necessarily change his voice, but he changes the way they say like the things. The okay. Yeah, the mannerisms. He does different okay. mannerisms. I picked up a different book from another series that I was... Like I said, I, I've read the books before. I like the series. The way that the narrator did accents completely broke the story for me. Like, they were so bad and distracting, I couldn't enjoy the plot line at all. So I... I, I was all red fish, blue fish, one fish, two fish? It was actually supposed to be French, and it was terrible. Oh, oh, oh. one fish, two fish. Oh, my petite. Red fish. This is how I feel about you. Oh, bad gambit accent. Okay, cool. No, that, it was that bad. I oh, God. took me out of it's the me, It's me saying gambit quotes is what that is. Where I'm like, 
Let tournament says Finny. And it's like I don't have a problem with people doing an affectation with their voice or changing their mannerisms or cadence. Like the series that I'm fond of, at some point, one of the characters has such like a southern growl to their voice. It should be distracting, but the narrator does it in such a way it makes complete sense. See, I would rather read that than hear it. Um, I wasn't like, crazy like, about like, it, but like, it made sense in the story. Because when I read like Nick Cave's uh, The Ass Saw the Angel, um, it was a little rough getting through the first like f- five to six pages because he wrote in accent. Um, uh, uh, what's the, the Polonic one? With the broken English, um, not snuff. Um, Pygmy, where he writes like in. Once you get used to that, it's not a problem. Right, but like hearing it would would would. would... No, hearing it is so grating. I couldn't get yeah, past it exactly. to enjoy the book. That's what I'm saying. Because I would rather read it than hear it. And the thing is, is that if I if I heard it and it was good, like the series that I enjoy, I could totally get past it. Is it but Black I heard sales? it and it was terrible. What? Is it Black Sails? Is it something Harlequin? No. Hmm. It was literally somebody trying to do a few different old old world accents, and it just was so terrible it took me out of the story. Okay. It's like bad French, bad German. Nobody speaks German. This is I, the I worst accent I've ever heard. This is an outrage. It's the it's it the, it's the, the it's the bit with um, what's his name Eddie Izzard. Who he starts doing like the all the different accents in James Bond, and like he has like the the bad guy and like James Bond goes, and where are you from exactly? And he goes, I don't know. Like he's just like the mishmash of ethnic uh, accents. No, if it was undefinable, that'd be fine. It was literally just like bad French, bad. What do you have on your phone? Is that Harley Quinn? Yeah. Suicide Squad and Harley Quinn. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. No, I got it. All right. We don't have an app of the week, do we? Actually, I've been playing... I do have one app of the week. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh. No, you first. Um, been I've been playing... playing uh, I believe it's Indiana Cat and the Yarn Ball of Fate or something. Um, you hate cats. I know. It's ironic. No, um, it's, a match, it's a match three game, um, but I'm really digging it. Um, do you want to grab your phone so you can actually tell what the real name is and who the programmer is? Because... No, I... We don't get that deep into it, but, um... No, I mean, if it's a free movie. Oh, well, like, literally, like, it's... I'm still paused on it. Um... But yeah, um, it's, like, in, uh, Indie Cat. Uh, it's Indie Cat 3. Um... <laughs> oh my god. And, and the, and the, and the Yarn Ball of Fate. Oh, my god. Um... Who's the programmer? The fuck if I know. Who puts it out? I don't know. I can't get at that without unpausing, and I... It's a timed level. Um... But if you like match threes, like, I don't like on match three games, like, Candy Crush and all that crap. Or, like, you get to a certain point, and they just don't give you what you want. Yeah, um, so you have to, like, pay for the, it's, 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 the, it's the freemium. It's the freemium fuck you in the ass. IndyCat doesn't do that. Good. Um, I'm actually on, like, level 72 or something, and I haven't spent a dime. Though, admittedly, I did just buy the new uh, plant on Plants vs. Zombies 2. Actually, I have a red shirt about an app of the week. I have yet to discover what it's for, but the my app. latest Ingress app had it, quote, 
authorization for in-app purchases. Look, I get that your company split with Google, but fuck you. The only reason I ever played that, day, that game is because I said I would never spend a fucking dime on it. So you can, like, buy, like, mines or whatever. I haven't figured out what the in-app purchases are for yet. They have yet to reveal that to anything. But really? Seriously, a world of fuck you. Um, app of the week. VLC. The... Yeah, the yeah. video. I found, like I said, somebody's sending me a video between an Apple phone and my phone, which is Android. Thank you, VLC. VLC has a mobile app? Yeah. That's crazy. I was actually just talking to Lizzie about... VLC, you're awesome. I love you for all the things. Thanks, VLC. Actually, uh, VLC is... Um, uh, the reason why um, Lizzie hadn't watched um, Cooties was because the audio uh, and video unsynced at about the half hour mark. And I'm not saying I'm smarter than Lizzie. I'm not saying that at all. I just maybe yeah, I know. Say you're, say you're smarter than Lizzie. I double dare you. Yeah, I, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, also, he'll listen to this. But and murder you in the murder, face. Murder, murder. He'll murder me. Murder you right in the fucking face. But um, I I don't know if he knows like all the ins and outs of the program. That I will say. Um, and that I you can resync um the audio and video tracks and actually adjust it like half a second, a second, whatever, and I actually, like, just resynced it manually and watched the movie enjoyably. So, Anyways. yay, VLC. Oh, so, app of the week, VLC. High fives. I will say that. I will say that on mobile. I will say that on desktop. No, I have pretty much, like, anything that could go wrong with VLC, it's pretty easy to fix, and they've been super easy to deal with, and they're fucking free. Thank you, VLC. Um, porn star of the week. Doug. Uh, been watching a lot of porn. I have not. I've been really sticking to my. I've been kind of like you know. I'm like I'm not chasing waterfalls. Um, in terms Sorry. of porn, um, I am just. Uh, I don't really want to phrase it that way. Like I'm still jamming on it. But um, I one time like I really like the the, the POV it. stuff. Good. Um, That's your jam. You know, I I've been uh, I've been masturbating to first kisses and holding hands like as per usual. Um, so, you know, they don't have asexual porn, um, but like uh, you know, my issue with, with the POV porn is that like the girls like overact. I would say like, for the porn star of a week, like let's give some advice like, don't overact. Like when the girls are obviously un, uninterested in making love to the camera. Really, just stop now. Just, just stop now. Why? Because I want to give them some advice. Yeah, because they're totally illicit. I'm just saying. So red shirts, all the red shirts. Um, Hulu. Why the shit did you start playing clips after I finished watching my show instead of playing the next thing on my queue? Gotham, you're doing well. Keep doing that. Blind spot, I've stopped watching you because you're full of suck. Does that make any sense to you? No. Okay. Those are the in-app purchases on uh, Ingress. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Um, at midnight, why the shit aren't you around this week? I'm kind of glad they're not. I said that off air. Why? Um, well, they eat up 
literally like two hours of my life every week, um, and... It's not two hours I regret losing. No, it's not, but I would like the opportunity to watch other things, as you know. Oh my god, you're right. It's because I accidentally made you binge watch something and you're losing the rest of your life. Yeah, Parks and Rec. Um, you want to talk more about Parks and Rec? Not at all. No, you do. Not happy with Tom and Ann. She got drunk and said they should move in. Yeah, then what happened after that? Don't know, I haven't gotten there. Yeah, I should watch some more. I know. I know. I know. Um, in terms of my red shirts, I fell down a very interesting wiki hole. You said vid hole. That led to videos. Um, so I watched three music videos right in a row. Because I was like, it kept suggesting things. I'm like, sure, I'll fucking watch it. Uh, originally, it was AHA's take on me because I was like, I just kind of want to see That's the. It's still a good video. Yeah. It's a little confusing uh, in terms of why the weird, I assume German, uh, mechanics are chasing the guy. Um, yeah, right there. There is. Yeah, there's some, there's some no plot holes. There's some plot holes. But it's also a music video. Yeah. Um, it then suggested I watch. <laughs> Never gonna give you up by Rick Astley, which you got rickrolled by the internet. No, because I watched the whole video. By the way, that guy's like, at the time, like this little nineteen-year-old ginger kid. Never gonna give. Never gonna give. What's well, I'm a little white guy with a big old black voice. Like I mean, it was literally I was talking to people. And I'm like, if you didn't know what he looked like, like you'd say he looked like Luther Vandross. Like, that's not a horrible thing to say. And then it suggested um, Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. That's weird. Have you ever seen the video for that? There's a video? I thought it was just Saturday Night Fever. No. No, they did a video for it. And they are hanging out... That's actually surprisingly groundbreaking, because most people didn't do videos that early. Well, this is why. They were hanging out in a three-building ghost town just walking around and singing. And I mean, they literally have the the part where, like, one pops out of a door, one pops out of a window, one pops out of a window, because there are three of them. Like, you know, that whole, like, the, like, I can see Muppets doing it. Like, you know, where it's like, meh, window. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Ghost town, window. Yes, They're literally hanging out in a three-building ghost town. Is it like that early episode? 70s. No, is it like that early episode of Star Trek where they didn't have enough money for the budget, so it was like basically things hanging on walls that weren't there? Close. I know what episode you're talking about, and yeah, when they're in the OK Corral. Yes, it's they're actual buildings, but only three of them. So as opposed to having a whole cardboard town, they blew their budget on the three buildings. I'm done. I'm done. Um, corrections. Oh, we don't have any. We're amazing. Uh, we did the con thing last week. Or possibly yeah, this week. But I mean, week. week before, did we have any corrections? No. Okay. So, mistakes I made this week. Um, I am in my robe and short shorts and Millennium Falcon t-shirt because my fat-ass cat was asleep on my phone and I didn't hear my alarm or Doug texting me. Mistakes you made this week? 
So it turns out when I drunk dial, I drunk dialed comic book stores, which is awesome, because I gotta go pick up uh, the a new Spider-Man trip Huh? And Fight Club Two. And Fight Club Two, and if I can track down uh, 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 Why the Last Man book two. I thought you already had it. Uh, I own it, but I was thinking about buying it for you, jerk. No, you said you'd lend it to me. I'd love for you to buy it, but you said you'd lend it to me. If I can't find it, then I will lend it to you. Oh my um, god, it might be lost somewhere in those boxes Brenda bought from the garage sale. <laughs> it's funny you said lost, because Brian K. Vaughn wrote for lost. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!